0: Hello everybody, and welcome to another episode of Romancing Our Stones. I am Matt. And I am Alex. There's must be a feedback issue. Um, (laughs) uh, And we are Romancing Your Stones, the male survival guide to pop culture and media your girl will drag you to. Um, I'm officially in the closet um, because we've been (laughs) recognizing the audio issues we've been having in the last two shows. I thought it would be a good idea to go to my kitchen last time but the vaulted ceilings don't add very much acoustically to the situation so um if any of your friends asked i'm in the closet and i'm okay with it and um i'm just trying this out how you doing alex
1: doing good doing good i've uh, you know we were briefly chatting right before we picked this up uh we are within basically a week of my baby's due date so six days to go this is uh it's getting pretty exciting. i'm gonna be joining the dad club like you i'm gonna be getting my stripes yeah.
0: It's an an exclusive club, you know, membership, the trial, you know, like the tryouts to get into it was a lot of fun. Initiation's Um, fun, yeah. Initiation's fun, yeah. (laughs) And then you have a nine-month consideration period. Yep. Um, But uh, we'll welcome you with open arms. Perfect. I'm excited. Thank you. (laughs) Well, what are you drinking? Uh,
1: Oh, I was drinking my uh, Starbucks coffee and I threw a little uh, rum chata just for the spirit of uh, recording today. Oh, good. Are you drinking a beer?
0: I'm drinking caribou coffee. All uh, right, and uh, we're doing another lunch break show. and um, this is my last day of quarantine. so I am uh, gonna reemerge into the world and start spitting in people's mouths and it'll be it'll be good back to old yep. ways, old habits. And you don't like Nickelback anymore, which is the healthiest sign of being cured. You know I like now I'm just liking Chad Kroger's solo projects. So I <laughs> oh, am, no, I'm, I'm almost done. I'm almost out of the whole the deal. but um, you know, that song hero that he sings. Uh, I, feel, I feel like, the hero can save me. That It's like that's worse. Oh well, no, it's it's in the right direction. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Yeah, so different doctors, feeling, different, different cures, you know. I'm feeling better and I get to go up and see my family tomorrow. So Yeah, that'll be nice. Um it'll be good. But uh, well,
1: so, excuse- so this is, this sounds like this is your last uh, order of business before you start having
0: some fun. Yeah, next show I'll have a beer. Yes, which I
1: mean, that next show could be right. tonight. Yeah. So, yeah, So okay. we got the final, the fin- I almost said the final sense of calling it the finale. So, uh, we got the finale coming up. This is going to be interesting.
0: And this time we're talking about the sex auditions. Um,
1: yes. Or the fantasy you,
0: suites, as, no, uh, or whatever you want to call it. She likes to call um, it. The sex contest. Down to our final three. Well, three and a half, three. We'll get to that. But, um, yes. You know the episode starts out with everyone fucking brooding around the campus of the hotel like sitting on a fountain or looking over a railing at the mountain and um i, I don't think i have ever brooded like that before like just like go and sit in the fountain and like kind of kind of look up like with a diagonal head and just think like what am i gonna do well so is life or like leaning against a railing like. You know that's so producer led because I don't think those are natural actions of someone that is normal.
1: No, for sure. You know they're going. They're going. Okay, Matt. I want you to sit. Can you, if you can, if you can go sit on the uh, edge of the fountain, and I want you to look out towards the mountains, and I just want you to just think about Tasha, and think about what 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 you need to do to win this competition. We're just gonna film you for the next fifteen minutes, so keep thinking about that. All right, that'd be great. Thank you. And yeah,
0: yeah. roll. <laughs> and, action. and action. Action. Can you pick up a stone and throw it mildly frustrated? <laughs> yeah, I'm on it.
1: I wonder if there's a big sign out, a big whiteboard that says, now
0: throw the stone. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly kick the dirt and look up.
1: We need at least two skips on the rotter.
0: <laughs> uh, we we, I'm sorry, you, we, need, we need to start from the top. You, you, I said brood, not simmer, okay, Sim- brood. We need some emotions. I mean, yeah. I know you're not classically trained actor,
1: but we need, we need you to express some emotions here.
0: Well it's weird too with with, with Tayshia, she has a ranch style suite yes yeah this episode started with her in a two-story con- right. like townhome, and then she's brooding over the balcony rail when the entire series she's been in a ranch style uh, suite so she must have snuck into someone else's room where they had two rooms and then they're like go stand on the go stand on this uh, balcony and and look at the, the mountains here Well
1: and that brings up something I want to bring up. Um, or that reminded me of something I want to bring up,
0: which is this could be a
1: situation where they have the her actual quarters, which could be where she's on that second story. But when they stage every hangout or or her quote unquote place, it is that ranch, right? But again, this is where it really grinds my gears right now, which is the fact that they have a whole half of their this La Quinta campus to themselves for production. And they force all three guys to live together still in the same spot while they're having their overnights.
0: Uh, that was, it, it, that was super awkward. It was the most awkward
1: part of like the season for no, sure. What do you
0: think? What do you, the guys? Are, yeah, man, I went to fucking Pound Town, bro. <laughs> like it was so fucking yeah. sweet. Wait till yeah. you get. Wait till you get that opportunity.
1: Well, that's what I liked about Ivan because Ivan gets the first date, right? But I like when because you, you saw two different, you know. Right? You, saw, you saw three different dichotomies here, right? So you saw one guy who's like, yes, all right, I get the first shot, right? I get the first date. But then he's go, he he gets to the point where he's like, crap, well, now I need to see these other two guys go and do it, right? Yep. Then you get the middle guy who's like, oh, I already saw, like, he had a great time, so there's was pressure to, to do well there. And then, but he gets his date with her, but then he's, you know, he gets done with with his date. You know, the next morning he goes, well, oh, crap. Well, now this guy's gonna go do it, <laughs> and then it's
0: you get like, the third it's guy. It's it's that's tag two guys, match.
1: almost. I like guess like, I'm tagging you in. You're in. <laughs> yeah, the most reluctant tag team match of all of all Seriously. mankind.
0: <laughs> well, it's a, it's interesting too because like they brought JoJo in. JoJo said she took all of her relationships into the next level. It's like okay, well, thanks for the visual, well, but, which um,
1: I'm also kind of like why did they bring her back i, I know she like, like so for advice like Tate, she to ask her she must have still been quarantining before she left the campus for that for, for that to be possible but i'm just kind of like i don't i don't know are they trying to make jojo more of like a staple here again is this like a, a passing of the baton slowly like i don't know
0: it might I, be because i mean they they had her take over chris harrison's role so who knows that's what i'm saying yeah but now, so. also i thought they actually talked about something I've never really thought about before. Just the logistical nightmare of relocation. I mean, with this show, you have the main character who's from a certain part of the country, and then they draw from all around the country to date this one person. Like, can you imagine the logistical nightmare? It's like you have a set up business at a place, and the, apparently the, the main person has a set up business. Like, okay, so what is the next logical step? You, you coming to me? I'm coming to you? Yeah. Um, am I going to be coming at all tonight? That's, I mean, those are three questions that you need to ask, you know, in the fantasy suite. And quite
1: frankly, I think that's why Easy made it as far as he did. Not that we, you and I both didn't love him. I think she was looking for every excuse to make it work with him, which is why I think she had that one on one day with him. And she's like, I just I'm not feeling it. I can't, I can't keep you around longer. I, I want to say child, right? he, well, he lives in Newport Beach too. Yeah. So it's just kind of like she's probably like, there would be no relocation things. Like, let's see how cool this guy is, which I think she thought he was cool. I just don't think she saw any sparks with him. So, okay. unfortunately, because I, I would say, I mean, subconsciously, I, 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 there would be like this logistical thing. I'd be going through my head like, oh, like I should, I should still, I should date these girls because they're at least in California, right? Or, or in our case now, it's like, well, they're at least in
0: Denver, so like we need to make this work very
1: easily, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Like there'd so be I, that,
0: and I've never thought of it that way though before. I mean, that's the drawback of the show is that it's a national, rational draw, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, you know. It's an
1: international drag. I get Canadians on the show too.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot about that.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm that sure would be one about my buddies up north. <laughs> that's, um. that's where it
1: gets really complicated. It's like, what if it's like, dude, I'm, a, I'm actually living in another country. <laughs> so right. we gotta figure it out.
0: <laughs> but, uh, and I'm also disappointed. Um, she hasn't worn her Tasha chain the entire season. The, 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 the her necklace she wore all during Colton's season with her name spelled out on it. She hasn't mm-hmm. worn it once this, well- this season.
1: Well, because refreshingly, unlike Claire, it's not all about her.
0: So <laughs> that's true. But, but, but when so they had they had two of these like brunch meetings before whatever I guess, and they bring in old Bachelorettes. When Rachel when Rachel came to visit Tasha, there yeah. was um, there was five there was five necklaces between the two of them. I mean, they have no, they're not shy about wearing necklaces. Well, um, we and Tasha two and Rachel had three. Yeah. And then well, one of that. one of her, one of her necklaces broken into three chains. So essentially, it was like six chains. Yeah. So,
1: well, we and we see that uh, Tasha isn't afraid to wear bling in multiple layers of it in one oh. of the dates too. So
0: there's that. But uh, maybe we should hop into this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ivan was first, and they were breaking the longest kiss in an ice bath world record of five minutes and sixteen seconds. They brought in the big guns. They brought in Big Polly to be the announcer in this situation. Again, who is that?
1: I have no like I saw him, I have no idea who this guy is. And he no, was not funny in my opinion. The
0: nation is confused as to who the hell but Big Polly is or why we were uh excited to see him. Or yeah, I'm I mean Chris Harrison described him as an orphan kid that was found in an iceberg. Uh, yeah which I thought was funny. But I mean man, what the hell is Big Polly even doing there? Well, even when he
1: asked him, like, like Chris Harrison was trying to like, tee him up for like a good response, and he was just like, "I don't know if he's like playing to some character or whatever." He's none of his answers were funny. I'm like, "Who is this guy?" I don't... It was
0: either it was either someone in the production crew or the guy at the hotel that handles the ice machine. Like, hey, you, you know something yeah. about this? Yeah, ice is cold. Oh, that's brilliant! Save it for the show. Save it for the show. <laughs> yeah. Shut yeah. up right yeah. now. We're taking you to the set. He becomes his resident expert on sexual act, sexual performance after ice baths. So he's like. I don't think it's gonna work very well, Chris. It's like Big Polly, Big Polly. If anyone's gonna have ED in this situation, and we're just it's like gonna, a small sample size, It's gonna be your obese it's ass. It's gonna be you. Yeah, yeah. So uh,
1: well, and I, I had this like pretentious moment with my wife when she like, because she giggled at that one. She's like, you know, she thought that was funny, and I was like, well, from somebody who's had multiple ice baths in their in their history, I'll tell you, you walk out of that ice bath feeling like a new man. So.
0: That's what I was like, thinking. Like, you, if anything, you'd be it's rock actually hard. wonderful. Yeah. You'd be like rock hard at night <laughs> yeah. I, and, I, and I even wrote my notes like, "Man, they must have felt so damn good the next morning." Did their body yes. just after the ice bath and like doing yep. that? So, um, I,
1: I mean, that's why athletes do it. For those that are listening, it's because you have a, a fair, you have a pair of brand new legs the next day, <laughs> no matter what you did that day. It's amazing. Yeah.
0: So, it's I mean, amazing. I've done I've done a million of those, and the key is to actually go underwater. Well, uh, see, for me, I I, I, picture, I do.
1: Extreme I did what, well see i did what they did yeah i kept my but i, I kept my heart above water because you're not supposed to get your heart that cold otherwise you're dealing with some like hypothermia and things like that but i mean for somebody who kicked footballs it was like it was a godsend and it, it's so great for your back i mean it's your whoever hasn't done an ice bath needs to try one they'll become a believer but it's also kind of where i was like not i had no i had no I wasn't very enthused watching them like shiver and shake. I'm like, dude, give it three minutes. Your body's going to go numb, and, you're and gonna, they were you're kissing like
0: middle schoolers too. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Like... Which another
1: thing, this episode was an episode of recycling dates. They've done the longest kiss challenge before, I believe it was Colton season, uh-huh. and they did it. I mean, at the time it was pre-COVID, so they did it like on like Hollywood Boulevard or something like that in front of some
0: oh, theater. Yeah. Remember that? Remember that? Yeah, They've yeah, done yeah, this.
1: Yeah. Be- They've done this before. It's so frustrating.
0: And it wasn't even a national world record. It was not even a world record because Guinness wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, they couldn't so, verify. So uh, Ivan tweeted, "I'm a I'm a world record holder." I'm like, eh, "Are you? Are you?" I'm sure there's some Russians somewhere that have been in the in a lake that have kissed for longer than five minutes in a frozen lake. Also, it might have been more shocking up front. But that ice
1: bath had to have been amazing considering there's probably 110 degrees outside. For sure.
0: This whole season, these guys have been sweating their balls off. <laughs> that had to have been the <laughs> most
1: refreshing bath in his life.
0: Oh, I can imagine. And then, uh, so then they cut back to um, uh, <laughs> Brendan and Zach waiting for their, their day card, and there's a knock at the door. And then poor Brendan was like, he's all sheepishly like, it looks like there's something at the door for the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon was so uncomfortable, and then and then and then Zach gets a date. Then he does the Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you look like a big horn dog, dude.
1: Yeah, you. Look, yeah, yeah. You look kind of. You're reading kind of like a douche right now. But I um I, I will say one of the things I, I appreciate. I, I ended up quoting Zach from when they were talking before that card came in, and they're talking about you know because again he and Brandon Brandon were talking about you know um getting married and like you know they've done this before and i loved uh, uh zach was like yeah like you don't really exactly want to stop
0: divorces you know <laughs> yeah yeah stacking divorces <laughs> yeah that was pretty funny But <laughs> then it bumps back to ivan and they're at dinner and he says that he is starting to fall in love with her and mm-hmm. this always goes back to this debate of like is fall- saying you're falling in love safe safer than saying you're in love it must be man
1: it must be Like, and that's, that's kind of what I thought was so great about the actual challenge or like the day date part in the first place is that like the irony of like this whole competition is like they're, you know, he's trying to confess his love. And again, he uses the words, I'm falling in love with you as maybe a safe go safe space. But the metaphor of the ice bath, which is they get in right to, to show what they're willing to do for love, yet they never actually put their heart into it. You know, metaphor, Whoa. ironic. I thought it was kind of funny.
0: Whoa. I was like,
1: it's like that. I, I thought that's kind of funny. At least so, no
0: one got the cold shoulder, though. No, no. They had warm shoulders, which was yeah. good. Yeah. But they, had, I, they had cold genitals, though, which Big Polly, thankfully, which explained to me, will cause impotence issues. The, ex, in the, the expert,
1: apparently. Yeah.
0: Correct. So they have this but, love, I love you. I'm falling in love with you. I'm falling in love with you, too, like conversation at dinner. And then they go yes. back to the fantasy suite which by the way, the key that they gave him will not fit in that streamliner, not at all. So (laughs) it's just a prop people. Uh, But they gave him a streamliner van with a full size bed as like their fantasy suite. Yep. And I mean,
1: what? All right, hold on. I thought the play was, I I thought the whole play was cute. I thought it was good. You like it? hold on, I thought the whole play was cute between like the whole like, you know, the the, the awning and the, the chairs and like, kind of like the camping type of vibe. I liked that. But as a guy, I would have been a little pissed, like this is a tight living condition. Like this is, these are tight quarters. Get it me was the a suite. full-size bed. Or, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like get me the full size suite with like the Cal King, please. Like, yeah. <sighs> now they were... It forces it forces it forces snuggling. I guess right. It forces you to be oh, close. I
0: hate snuggling though.
1: I know you hate snuggling. I, I love snuggling.
0: Oh gosh, I, I, <laughs> like this is my nightmare. Maybe, that, maybe that's how we're different. Why don't we sleep outside <laughs> under the stars? Um, but uh, I, I, literally, like, and did you catch this? Like after the date, Tasha said we started learning about all the little things about each other. Do you think that was innuendo? Like little things. Oh
1: God, for her sake, I hope so, because that'd make her a money, money jokester.
0: Because <laughs> I was like, all the li- we learned, all the little things about each other. It's like, oh, that's not Ivan's. Like, come on, what about the big things? Let's talk about all the big things or the completely average size things we can talk about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I just thought it was interesting those the, her verbiage of words, but um, then then Ivan goes back and brendan oddly prods him about what happened on the date and poor ivan's like uh yeah we stayed up all night oh man must have been great oh yeah again i, I love the i love the
1: scenario that the show creates where he's literally fist bumping the guys whose girl that he's probably banged the night before <laughs> I was bye like bye. what's up guys High five. Um, <laughs> yeah
0: pound it <laughs> good thing i washed my hands um, yeah Then Zach's date comes and this was a total chick date. This was a totally chick planned date. Let's do art. let's cover ourselves in paint and roll around on a paint tarp. Could think of nothing worse. That sounds like such a stupid date. I literally was like, oh my gosh, this is so dumb. And then I, and then in the credits at the end of the show you realize that there was more painting. Like I would be like, okay, I am done. Yeah. I actually like Zach how he's kind of like I- I'll do whatever. Or, okay, here's a circle. That's you, orange dress. Boom. Yep.
1: And I, and again, this is what also irritated me about this whole first half of this episode. That date's been done before. Again, this is another recycled date that they've done. They've done this before. The whole body painting thing. It's like I know you're stuck on an island here at La Quinta with COVID. Like, really? There's not like you guys can't do anything else. That's it. Like
0: this date was literally like having sex at a hobby lobby like (laughs) or or Sherman Williams paint shop like literally that's like that's all it was and they rolled around and you know like can I can I just say I was I was
1: a little perturbed by the fact that Zach kept finding every opportunity to splooge the paint bottle on her chest did you see that
0: oh yeah he no, did like three I, I different times. Go, I thought he was gonna go in for like a <laughs> uh, let me even that out thing. All I know is I saw at least three instances where he was like, <laughs> "It's like, it's like all like, over." His it's chest. like chicken fights when you're in you're in middle school, and you like you're just like you like, like you're like wrestling with a girl on top. You're like, oh no, whoops, whoops, touch your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he was. That's what he was going for. And do you ever? Th- I figured out why Zach like bugs me a little bit. He looks like a crooner on American Idol. Like he just has that look. Like he's gonna start scamm like a dab di do
1: Yeah, I think I think part of that is his attire. He doesn't dress like a grown-up yet. He still dresses like he's in like high school. I know his undershirt or college. his
0: undershirt and his blaze his sport coat for dinner. Yeah,
1: yeah or and his and his re- reused gray suit with the white sneakers. Like, dude, what if he, if he wins this thing and they end up becoming like insta-famous, please, please, Zach, for the love of God, invest in a stylist for the love of God.
0: Yeah. Because you desperately need it. <laughs> Props to Zach, though. He admitted he's odd looking. You
1: know, yes. As, as they
0: sat down, he's like, I know I don't look the part, um, but they say <laughs> they love each other. He says he's in love with her, not falling in love with her. Yes. He was more direct, and She answered him more directly as well. I'm in love with you too. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she says that she loves Zach. She says that she loves Zach. Yeah.
1: And then, the, uh, you know-
0: I, I add... want to address
1: really quickly the, the cause the home quote unquote hometowns, right? Where he, where Tasha spoke to her, his mom and mm-hmm. his mom said that he doesn't want to have kids, right? And Tasha brings that up. She goes, hey, like I had a conversation with your mom saying that, you know, that you didn't want kids. She's like, I, and I wanted five kids. I don't, I want to pick your brain on like how he, I don't want to call it backpedaling, but he had to dig himself out of, out of a hole there, yeah. right? And his response was kind of like, you know, like you know I always thought I wanted to be the fun uncle and all that kind of stuff. And, and but then it just very like, I don't know, I feel like very flatly, very like not very convincingly was like, but no, like now I want kids.
0: Well, I, I just, that, I, didn't, I wasn't yeah. sold on it. I wasn't sold on it. And I'm, I, there I feel parts like of his, there's parts of his answer that made me believe him. And I think that being an addict, he doesn't ex- believe in his worth a lot. Mm. Um, and I think that he doesn't feel like he, he could always be the fun uncle and he can always be the one that doesn't get married because then he'll protect himself from, from going into an area where he mm-hmm. has little control or, you know, his bad, he feels can shine through i don't i don't necessarily believe in someone all of a sudden want to have kids like i wanted to have kids my entire life like i wanted to be mm-hmm. a dad my Me entire too. life um that was my number one goal in life to be a dad fucking swish i nailed it um but uh no help <laughs> did it all by myself um, no I but uh you know it's like i don't think that you know like that's just something that you learn over the course of a reality tv show that you're on um so, I mean, I can understand the hesitancy, but i I do think that he has a lot of self deprecating um mentality, and he is an addict mm-hmm. I mean he's going to be an addict the rest of his life, and his sense of self worth is probably skewed to the point where why would you want to bring another person in the world mm-hmm. if you have a, if you if your own approach to life is so skewed so i, well, I and you have a hard enough
1: you have a hard enough managing your own life in it, let alone bringing another right so yeah, I can see that yeah I just i I just feel like too, I I don't know if the, and again, who's, who knows the last time that his mom had that conversation with him about like, do you want kids? Right. We don't know. I mean, that's not a conversation you have every time you check in with your, your parents on FaceTime. Like, Hey, so you want kids yet? Nah. you know, it doesn't happen. But so we don't know the last time that she had that conversation with him and when he said that, but I, I, I feel like that's not, and again, I, you and I are different. Again, at an early age, like I didn't, I knew I wanted to be a dad. I knew eventually I would want to have kids, right? I, I just feel like if you, if you come from a position of being like, I don't want any kids to a position of, yeah, I actually do want to have kids. I don't think that's, a, that's an overnight flip of a switch. I feel like that's a gradual progression. And I think to your point, kind of discovering who you are a little bit more, finding out what's really important in life and, and wanting to leave, leave the world in a better place than the way you found it kind of situation. Legacy. legacy comes into it. Right. Yeah. Like my, you know, this, this story of my life and my, the family, my, my family before me ends with me, you know, cause I don't know, he might be, I, I can't remember. Is he an only son or does he have a brother?
0: Sounds like he has a brother. I think he has a sibling, but I'm not sure. Yeah. So yeah. But yeah. So my,
1: my point being is like, you know, those are thoughts that come around later. And, and again, to your point, after, you know, really trying to get himself on the right track and focusing on that and really getting his addiction under control, Right? And, or it was manageable, right? I think like you you always, you can only manage it. You can't completely control it. Cause then that's when you start getting into dangerous territory thinking it's not gonna come around. Right? But I think it's, I think it's one of those things where you get yourself in that position. Then maybe he, it allows his his mindset to open up to say to other possibilities. Like, hmm, maybe I do want kids actually now. Right? Hmm. So yeah, I don't know. I'll get off my, my little, you know, hole that I was digging
0: for myself there, but just- You got the baby on the brain, dude. There's thoughts, thoughts. Mm, yeah. Um, and then he gets a two-story townhome. Uh, compared, compared to Ivan Streamliner. He, every this whole time, uh, that Streamliner's really pissing you off. Well, I, Zach has had the best budget out of anyone on the show. I mean, yeah, you know, like Ivan cooked in his in a, in a kitchen for his hometown date, and 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 Zach got literally backdrops of New York City and and props made and all this stuff. And Brendan got like. A pop a shot with like Tasha's names on cardboard paper, you know, or construction paper taped to it. Like Zach's budget is obviously much different than everyone else's. So, all right. So then,
1: conspiracy theory time is that an indicator of who you think might win?
0: I, at this point, I mean, I have a, 50 I, I, friend, I have a 50% chance of getting this right. Yeah. And then, I, yeah. And yeah. they shoved Ivan into a trailer. Yep. I mean, <laughs> so like, I, I don't know. Uh, and I know Streamliner's is really nice but like still like you they were dancing on the bed in the morning which again a super chick thing that guys don't do mm-hmm. um, Ivan couldn't even stand on the top of his bed <laughs> hey, no Ivan couldn't even couldn't even go f- full spread eagle on no, that he, bed you <laughs> could go he could touch every side of that bed if you put his arms out I mean like it's just it's I'm just saying it's not... It's inequity. It's not inequity. It's an inequality in, in terms of, of the situation. Yes. And, um, and I think it's
1: funny. Like my my wife even commented. She was like, oh, "Yeah, I'm not trying. To, no spoilers or nothing like that. Don't worry about that." But it's like she was like, "Yeah, I heard like the there's some. I think it was Reality Steve or something like that. You know, she was like, he has no idea. It's the first time like this season's been stumping him, right? Like on his predictions. And he's like, I guess she like she's reading him, and he was like, I have no clue who's gonna win. I have no idea." And, and I was kind of like, after you met that—that's that's a spark that thought after you mentioned that. I'm like, actually, you know what? Zach's had the biggest budget for everything. I wonder if like maybe it's kind of like, uh, I don't. Know. I could I could see that being the case. Well, I don't
0: know. I don't know how much it is to book Big Polly. Maybe Big Polly commands a, an amazing appearance rate, right? and and they can afford it—a room or like an activity for them to do. <laughs> yeah, or it's like it's like Zach's
1: Zach's date night ends up being like, oh, we're gonna have Thomas Rhett play the acoustic guitar for you guys, like. <laughs>
0: unbelievable but i even um, gets big paulie i also wanna, i also wanted to point out that when they were zooming away um before they had their night to themselves there was a really odd awkward upskirt shot of Tasha while she was laying on the bed with zach yes and i'm like whoa yeah that I, was yeah they didn't even put the fake like fake un- underwear on the, the skin tone bar yeah yeah i don't know well, then it was Brendan's turn and dressed up like an off-duty priest, he decides to go meet up with Taisha, and um, they get, they walk Dude, into a room where, you know, they, they walk into a room where Neil Lane is pretending to know how to play the piano. Like, he wasn't even, like, in the middle of a tune. He was like, dun, dun. oh, hey, there you are. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, <laughs> I couldn't think of a worse date. Like, Neil Lane has a very high opinion of himself. I don't know if you caught that or not, but this is the worst fucking date I think in the history of the show I, I would not want to have any part of my date involve Neil wade <laughs> no and then he starts name dropping bachelor alums he's like Sean Catherine yeah I see him all the time how many kids do they have now oh and then like the other people and it's like the other people like hanging out with Neil Lane is like when your hostess or host sits you at a table and then lingers and talks to you when you're trying to get like look through the menu and you're trying to get your date started and the, men, the guy's like how about or, that weather huh
1: or or even worse you've already tipped them and signed your check and they're still just like take my check back so I can
0: walk away like <laughs> I'm done eating here <laughs> just, just leave like I'm seriously like and Neil Lane was like I played an <laughs> instrumental part in everyone's life it's like okay
1: maybe that's a little insight into who neil late is because chris
0: harrison bro no but
1: but but he's he's one of those guys where it's like he's kind of famous but he's not really to the point of like he wants to he wants to prove to you that he's somebody (laughs) right like just be known as the diamond guy dude just be like it's okay like but he's like like you said i always find it interesting with people who they've got their wealth they've got their circle but when they meet somebody who might not know them they like to name drop about how important they are. Correct. I, there's something to be said for that. And that might be Neil Lane. He might be
0: one of those guys, right? Who's he like, is one of those guys, but I, I, Brendan looked uncomfortable the entire time and I do not blame Yes. Him. And also I think that it's something important too, is that like they treat engagement like it's marriage. Like once you give someone an engagement ring, it means, even Brendan said it, once you give someone an, an engagement ring, it means that you're giving yourself to them forever. Mm-hmm. like, as someone that's been married and divorced, nah, dude. <laughs> engagement is like a trial period for a mattress if you don't yep. like it send it back get your money back like don't commit yep. to this mattress if you don't enjoy it and i think that i have you know like as red flags start appearing in, in during the engagement process like that doesn't mean that you're stuck being married means that you could be stuck you know like, yes not yeah, being the, engaged i mean like and, a big you know, deal.
1: Per- personal thing i had a buddy that that was engaged when he called off his wedding and it's like, look, you, it's not too late. Is it, is it maybe a little bit tougher? Yes. Are you going to have to figure out a way to get that thing back? Yes. But that being said, it's not over. Like, like you said, that's the last, that's kind of your, your, your trial period to really be like, hey, we're asking some real, real tough questions. And I'm going to have some real long and, and deep thoughts to be, to be like, if I'm really willing to go through with this,
0: and like, I recognize that kind of kills the mojo of the show because they treat engagement like marriage at the end, you know, well, like, and because it's too real, you know, it's supposed to be a reality TV
1: show, but there's nothing real about this whole process. So, actually, and that, that's why actually this season's been refreshing because you actually get glimpses into some actual real things with with these guys because you actually get to find out like they have their own struggles, they're dealing with their own shit. And it exposes
0: some real things about life. So, and I think so. And, and, and and Brendan's the man because he literally is the most real and genuine dude on the show. Yes. And he he said, I am broken. I am still broken and I need to work on myself and I'm removing myself from this competition. I was like, heck yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, good for you. Like, that's that's awesome. Like, could you have done it earlier? Eh, I probably would have benefited her, but. Her response was equally as hell yeah. When she's like, if I was younger, I'd be very hurt and I wouldn't understand why I do this, but I understand where you're coming from being divorced. Mm-hmm. Like it was the most like grown up conversation. Like, like, like. It's how I've it seen... should go. And, yeah. yeah, it's how it should
1: go. And I, I think I'll, I'll say this too, that, that it's.
0: I just can't wait for him to come back next week because apparently you, no one goes home anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, for me, I just, I see that as a, a window into like for guys to see all the like for guys to see another guy be like that is huge. It, it, it's you got to realize if you got s- some of your own shit to figure out, figure it out first before you can love. You can't you can't figure that out while you're married and loving somebody else, or it just elongates that time period. You gotta figure yourself out first, and then you know you're ready to start hanging out with other people, and you'll come to a point, and I think I'm not gonna get I'm gonna get on his case too much about. You know, could he have done that the week before? Because maybe he didn't know, right? I mean, I think it's that's fair under, no, under normal circumstances, you can still be figuring yourself out while you're dating, yeah, right. But in a matter of a month or whatever, he's been forced into this now engagement opportunity. He's probably like, you know what? Now that it's actually getting back to the point where I'm starting to have that, am I ready to get married again? Conversation with myself. That answer is no, right? And yep. That could have just been, you know, Matt. Maybe maybe we've been fucking up. Because maybe it's those long, deep looks out into the mountains that we're not uh-huh. doing. Maybe that's where it happened. Wow. If you do that more, maybe you get to know yourself more. My life know.
0: is just my, everything I know has been turned on its head just in this moment. I hey. need to sort through this. Long, deep
1: meditations staring into <laughs> do the Do you know anywhere through.
0: I can sit down and think?
1: <laughs> There's fountains everywhere, man. Go find a fountain.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm on it. Um, so he, he, he leaves. Stare at the monkeys. He leaves on his own power, and, uh, and I love that. And yep. she was super cool about it, and totally understood. And it's the best thing for her too. Yes. Um, if he's at, if he's in that situation, because you don't want a broken man. And speaking of a broken man, one comes back. Yes. Uh, apparently, Ben figured out that Ed got some quality time with Chris Harrison, so he goes and he sits down with Chris and tells him he's in love with Taisha. And then he regrets not
1: telling her that
0: he regrets not telling her and he doesn't know what he wants to come from it, but he wants her to know that, which is what someone says when it's kind of like saying like, I'm not going to eat dessert, but I want to go see what they have at the buffet. Like, of course you want to be invited (laughs) back. Of course you're going to grab whatever looks good. Um, You know, and then he meets with her and he tells her he loves her and um, she stands up and says, can I come back? And it's one of those to be continued deals. but I. Um, but I, so, so before you got that, you, you saw the guys getting ready for the rose ceremony. Mm-hmm. And did you notice how Ivan must have sensed that Brendan was gone and he had the, he had the Monopoly now on the crew neck sweaters underneath the, the blazers? Because <laughs> he threw on a crew neck sweater underneath his blazer. He's like, this is me now. He and Brendan. know this is the problem
1: they hang out in the same room together same uh, same condo together during these dates and i'm sure all he's been seeing is brendan wearing these crew neck. <laughs> he's, he's, not, like, he's like actually i like that I'm, I'm gonna amazon ship one of these things to my to, to my my house my apartment. i am
0: i am the captain now <laughs> look at uh, me but uh i uh I don't want to talk I don't want to waste time on Ben because we did we talked about him a lot last show so let uh, just let's just do quick predictions do you, uh, for me her face looks
1: like she could give two craps she was actually I, I saw that she was irritated by it I thought I, I saw she,
0: irritation too
1: I say she walks him back out that's my guess
0: and it's so so cliche though like I I have to come back and tell you it it's, it's a manipulative power play that people that are in codependent relationships do it's it's not. It's not a good sign, and I don't want to. I don't think he'll stick around. They showed him in the previews, but it's all in the day during wearing the same shirt. Yes. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I don't all right. know, man. All right, so that's the end of the episode, man. Uh, finale coming tonight. Uh, this is romancing our stones, and at the end of every episode, we give a stones rating based on how tolerable it is. We each have two stones to give. Naturally. Two stones means you like it and you can watch it and it's not that bad. Zero stones means an act of castration is preferable than watching this episode. Uh, And we also have the meaty scale, which Alex has been literally marinating in uh, now (laughs) since last night. So we'll start with the stones rating. I will go first. I will give it one stone and only because of and. The reason why I do that, the dates were stupid. Yeah. Um, I didn't believe anyone <laughs> except for Brendan. <laughs> I mean,
1: no, I, I, it I'll, sounded I, forced. I'm gonna throw this out to you, one stone as well, only because I, I'm very proud, and I think I agree with you, the way that not only Brendan, but how Tasha dealt yeah, with t- that breakup. too. I mean, that was, that was, yeah, the, the the chorus in my head was singing when I saw that interaction, because it's exactly how it should go. Um, and so, yeah, so I'm going to give it one stone. The rest of it was very much like, I i found myself getting distracted way too easily watching it. There wasn't a whole lot going on. I, I started off taking notes and I was like, I felt like I was making notes just to make notes. Yeah. <laughs> it, there wasn't a whole lot going on. There wasn't a whole lot of substance there, um, which goes into my meaty scale rating. I'm going to give it spam because I don't actually need to know if it's meat. So, uh, wow. you know. i know you grill it up and it's it's delicious and uh you know it is it is a salty snack and i think it's uh it is good in in how you prepare it and so i will say that uh, you know i'm not saying it's bad i actually do like spam i just don't know how much of its meat and uh that's what this episode was
0: two stones spam worthy (laughs) episode uh you don't hear about spam a lot no See see what i did there and if you haven't tried it, don't hate it until you try it. There you go. Um, two <laughs> stones, spam. Follow us on Twitter at RO Stones Guys, on Instagram at RO Stones Guys, on YouTube at RO Stones Guys. Slide into our DMs. Uh, if you want to be on the show, let us know. We'd be happy to have you. Uh, let us know your thoughts. What do we get right? What do we get wrong? Why is Alex talk like that? Any questions you want answered, we can, we can answer that for you. Um, but we appreciate <laughs> you. <laughs> what? Why do I talk like that? <laughs> I don't know. It's questions I have. Um, anyway, uh, thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time. Take care all. Finale coming up.